What did I just watch? I will say, if they can nail the landing, if they can nail the landing, this will be the best MCU project. Whew. Oh my gosh. Um, If they can nail the landing, this will go top five best MCU projects of all time. If they can nail this landing. And that's a big F. Because this season of Loki, the pacing has been one way. Direct... Even every question that you wanted answers to, you've gotten it and you haven't had to wait very long for. We're four episodes in, two episodes left. We already have answers that we thought, many thought, weren't going to be answered until episode six. And now it presents a whole new episode, a whole new laundry list of questions. Amazing work, guys. I mean,. I don't know if they can stick the landing. I really don't. I'm, I'm optimistic that they will because um, clearly with the new focus of the MCU, with Kevin Feige now being able to do things uh, the way he wants to and put more uh, qu- uh, quality over quantity out, I believe there's a lot more. I, can, I believe that this is what we're seeing under just strictly Kevin Feige's run. The uh, Look here. I've told you guys before. Um... It take it might it'll take really bad graphic design uh, graphic designs um cinematography or you guys know what I'm saying digital stuff uh, I forgot the name of it. I'm drawing a blank right now because my mind is like literally blown um it, it takes a lot for me to know it's bad CGI that's what I was looking for letters I was looking for and this has it had big this shows have bigger budget it's been used very well um the surprises have been amazing and we reboot. We're starting over from square one. We know nothing now. Everything we saw in episode one has been answered. The last two episodes are, are I think I'm assuming about this new world we're gonna see. Um, just let's, let's start let's start off. So essentially, when I look at the the trailer, the one thing we have not seen yet, which I think we're going to see in the next two episodes, is. The episode where Loki time slips, and he time slips at a, a, a fishing boat area, which obviously people are assuming, speedboat, excuse me, and people are assuming that's going to be where Mobius is. I think, what, holy shit. I th- let me just get this out of the way before I forget. I think what we saw at the end was the universe restarting. And I think Loki's going to, going to have to now, or, or I think he's going to be time slipping and running into people and their variants. And they're not going to know what's happened. It's going to be a whole new world that they're not going to be aware of. So let's rewind now. We got the ending out the way. Let's rewind. We start off where we ended last week. And I, and let me tell you something. It's something about when you... For me, as a, not just a fan, but creator. It does something to me when you know the timeline correctly. You're not guessing. So, like example. With uh, Messina Issue 6. I'm making a point to say we're starting six months later. A lot of times, when you give that, you can understand time has slipped past. 
so things that didn't happen on screen, it's like, makes sense. But I love when things happen immediately after everything, and you're seeing things in charge, and in Ducks in a Row. We pick off at the end of time with Miss Minix and Ravona talking to each other, and essentially she shows her the past, where Ravona was the commander and ran the TVA with He Who Remains. And she, we get the conversation that Loki overheard. Miss Ravona, you are quite the marvel. And she ends up going to talk to the troops. And he who remains says, hey, wipe her memory. And she's like, Miss Minnis is like, are you sure? He's like, wipe, wipe all their memories. And he didn't want to serve with anyone else. He wanted to be at the end of the world, end of the timeline by himself. Um, we don't have a reason for that. It's just what it was. We, see, we got to see the scene. And so <clears throat> now that makes Rinsler, and now she's a planning to run the TVA. Fast forward, everyone uh, docks all her team that was captured. Now B15 is looking to have them help to rebuild the timelines and help uh, everything. Um, or or stu- stop the timelines from being destroyed. So there's some trust issues there, obviously. And so B15 just tells her, look here, we can come with the plan later, but we both want to protect this place. So, you know, this is just where we're at. They leave. Mind you, they're in prison. The TVA prison. Air quotes, no air quotes, no air quotes. And Brad's in there with him. Rinslayer and Miss Minutes comes and uh, jump into their, uh, what is it called? I forgot the name of it. Let's just say they, they use a time pad to get in. And they make the, they make Docs and her team an offer saying that how they can run the TVA. And Docs says, no, because you want the power. I'm good. She backs up, and they and they put them in that cube that we saw back in uh, Breaking Brad episode, which was episode two, and the team except for Brad all sacrifice. All said, no, we're not gonna do it. And Doc said her final word says, "This is to say that I'm not willing to join you, and we're and my me and my entire team are willing to die." Said a lot, and they die and you, you don't see it, it happens like you see uh miss minutes and brad crying and Renslayer just like looking but they 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 don't take her up on her offer and they what the hell did, did they just have murder in the mcu again i mean or, or, or murder in mcu okay victor timely's down the tva he meets Ouroboros, and they realize that their work is based off the other person's work but no one's know who but no one knows whose work came first and so sylvie's there with them and so and you know what? I didn't put it together. Because once again, as I said, I've said this on this show before, plenty of times. I said, when you have me into a show, when you have me captivated into the story, I will forget about the writing aspects of it. When I get bored with the story is when I start thinking about the pacing and the all the, the technical tricks I learned in school and stuff like that. But this show has me. and it, it, it should have had me think about this when I saw what Sylvie was wearing. It didn't. But anyways... So now they're coming up with a plan to contain the timelines. And so there's this huge argument that happens where where Loki and Sylvie are saying the timelines need to be managed. And Sylvie says, we're, well, we're acting like gods. And Loki sighs and says, we are gods and walks away. And Sylvie, makes a, Sylvie does make a good point. Mobius wants to go have pie. And she says, these are people and you're worried about pie. Mobius has already said, he didn't say this to her, but he said this to, to Loki. He said, hey, I don't want to know 
So if it's good, that's awful for me. So he's he's already said his piece. He's been honest, one hundred percent honest about how he feels and why he doesn't want to see shit. You know, because if you don't see shit, even though it's still going on around you, it it makes it hit less differently, I guess. Anyways, so now we get to the heart of it. This whole episode happens in the TVA. You see the timelines just coming together. The branches are just they're getting the radiation is getting there. Everything. So, so Renslayer and Miss Mintz take timely captive and he's stalling them and everything like that and there's a point in time where ob says hey i need to re- reboot the system to kick miss menace out of the system this is where we see how sylvie gets locked in the elevator and when we cut future but it's a few minutes in the future with the previous loki that was running around and the one that got pruned in episode one and he got pruned to go back in time so essentially we're right back at that moment which is the way this was shot was so beautiful and it was so creative it just gets my juices flowing seeing stuff like this so um as loki and sylvie are on the phone that's who was calling was ob and mobius asking what took him so long by the way loki was the one that pruned loki because loki had remembered the past and said i need to prune myself to go back to Anyways, so they answer the phone. It's OB. So we'll take you guys some So OB mentions that if I reboot the system and kick Miss Minutes out, everything goes down, which means you can use magic, which which was why they couldn't use their magic before. Loki and Sylvie yell, shut it down. So he shuts it down. So while Brad, Ravona, and Miss Minutes are keeping uh, Victor Timely captive, all of a sudden, Miss Minutes reveals that, oh, they're kicking me out of the system. They kicked me out of the system and when we reboot. And so she says, hey, Victor, Victor, I got something to tell you. I got something to tell you. And her last words are, you'll never be him. And then she just... <laughs> so Ravona sends out to figure it out. So Loki's in the dark. He says, we should, you know, have one more fight. And Loki and um, Brad's trying to prune somebody. Well, he gets enchanted by Sylvie. And so Brad comes in enchanted and he prunes Renslayer. And at this point in time, it's like... Five minutes away from being an episode, which I didn't know at the time. But I was sitting there watching, like, oh, okay. So, Dox is dead. They literally killed off everybody here. Dox is dead. Miss Minutes is gone. Rinslayer's now prone. What's my first thought? Like, this feels like a season finale episode. It really does. We get to the very end of the episode. This and it's just, it's just more. And literally. Uh, there, someone has to go out and do what OB did, or someone would do what Mobius did the first episode. But now the radiation has gotten to higher levels. Timely says it has to be me. So he takes the machine, the multiply, multiplier, he's walking outside, and before he can walk outside, there's this big, epic music. He takes one step outside and just gets destroyed and shredded and, into millions of pieces. Hope is then dead. And everyone's just saying, I don't know what it means next. We're dead, we're dead now. And the timelines then merge. And the branches are coming towards this EVA. And our last shot is Loki. Eyes closed. And light just bright, sparks, then black. I don't usually talk about this in these type of uh, in these type of uh, shows. But the, sh- the, sh- the shots that they're taking in episode four, beautiful. Every- the way everything was put together, beautiful. I fully understand, I've said this before, I fully understand why people can't get into the multiverse thing. Trust me, it killed the CW Arrowverse for me. It absolutely murdered it for me. It's a big part of the reason why 
I stopped watching The Flash. Don't get me wrong, The Flash dropped in quality. But it also hurt me to watch fucking Arrow sometimes. I, I was so dedicated to Arrow, though, I couldn't give up. You know, I seen it like I seen it like a whole, like a whole housewife. I was like, nah, I love her, man. I love her. Oh, um, dang, this was shot so well. If they stick the landing these next two episodes, it it it. Oh my goodness, it it might overtake Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me. It might. Loki season one has its high points for me, but it was still another show. This is a movie broken down into six parts. I don't know where they go next. And I don't know what this means for the rest of the world. Like, I don't know. You know, I know Miss Marvel comes out in two weeks. And actually, my timeline was off. I thought, now, by the time I see Miss Marvel... Well, so what? Next week is episode five. Next week is... Uh, yeah, so I think episode six ends it. And then you have Miss the, the, the Marvels. So I'm very fascinated to see what how that leads into that. This is very fascinating. I'm more and more fascinated now. Either way, this was a great episode. I'm actually going to watch it again. I thought about watching it twice and don't. I said, no, I want my raw, clear thoughts to be said right here. Because watching it again, I look at the little details I missed before. And I look at this. Is, if you want new rock stars, go to their, their YouTube channel. They do great work. But no, I, this is not what that is. This is me giving you guys my raw thoughts. You guys always ask for it. I'm giving it to you. This is fantastic. Every episode has been a hit. I don't. I understand that the MCU is not as popular as it used to be. I'm doing air quotes again. Look here, this show is fantastic. It took what it built on in, in, in season one, and it, boom. Like you know what I think about when I think about this season two. I hope it ends here and they don't do a season three because to me, season one of Arrow, and then season two took what it built off over of season one, and just that's why it's, that's the greatest season of any CW show, because. Every even though they have it was once again me being fair to the CW here is you have 24 episodes so let's say if one or two are filler right even if you didn't like the filler every episode meant something though it just meant something at the time and this 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 is I don't think I felt that this is how I wanted to feel about Secret Invasion so it's fantastic man. Anyways, that's your Wednesday show. I'm looking forward to dro- dropping next Wednesdays as well. I'm for- looking forward to seeing what they do with episode five. This is fantastic. I'm 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 with it. Anyways, I am the slow chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and we are out.